Hello, good peoples of the internet. Thanks for watching another Theory Inc. video in which we awaken the pondering mind with truth seeking and cerebral entertainment. One of the first videos I ever created on this channel was about biocentrism and the theory that the very essence or the fundamental building blocks of the universe might actually be consciousness or at least some form of it. You might want to check that out before moving on and you can watch it right here. Biocentrism is by far one of my favorite theories of reality, and there are a lot of theories that pair very nicely with it. One of these is morphic resonance. Morphic resonance is the theory that groups of living organisms, or even some forms of matter that share a grouping, such as through species, chemical makeup, DNA, etc., are fundamentally connected to a universal shared memory, a past collective, or experiences, and knowledge pertaining to that specific grouping. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a good footing on the concept, but just think of it this way. If you're born a llama, then you inherit all llama knowledge and llama experience of every llama that ever existed before you. And not just that, but you yourself are also adding to the collective pile of cosmic llama memory with your own llama experiences. Rupert Sheldrake is the controversial figure who coined the term morphic resonance and morphic fields. He is a biologist who studied at Cambridge University and authored more than 85 scientific papers and 13 books. He began developing the theory morphic resonance as he noticed strange patterns in animal behavior. This included unexplained phenomena, such as how pigeons are able to find their way home without any knowledge of the area they were left. Or even how if one species of animals will learn a skill, seemingly all animals of the same species will suddenly learn the same skill no matter where they are in the world. The theory states that once a species or similar grouping learns a new trick or creates a new habit, it imprints the memory for all progeny in that particular grouping. And it's not like the descendants can immediately access direct knowledge, but if they begin to learn the same trick or habit, they will learn it faster and easier with every new generation. But the weird part is, this happens for all descendants of the species regardless if they've ever had contact with the original learners of the habit. For example, one experiment they've conducted was to put a group of mice into a maze with cheese at the end. They timed how long it would take for those mice to reach the cheese. Then, with an entirely new group of mice without any connection to the previous group, they timed them with the same maze, reward, basically every variable of the experiment being exactly the same. Sure enough, the second group were able to finish the maze quicker and then the next group of mice even quicker and so on and so on. Here's a few more examples and evidences that support Sheldrake's morphic resonance theory. IQ tests. There have been studies that claim that IQs are actually increasing over time. Since 1950, average intelligence has found to have risen by about 20 IQ points. Now, there is no shortage of theories as to why this is the case, but Sheldrake postulates that it's due to morphic resonance and our ability to tune into the collective memory of past IQ takers. Cattle grades. In order to stop cattle from wandering onto highways, 
Cattle crates were added to entrances and exit points of main roads. To avoid damage to cattle and to lower costs, farmers began to simply paint lines on the road to give the basic appearance of the grates. Cattle would avoid these lines as if they were the real metal bars in which they are supposed to represent. But here's the strange part. Cattle farmers began to realize that even groups of cattle, never having been exposed to real cattle grates, would avoid the lines as well. Japanese monkeys, or the hundredth monkey effect. A behavioral study was conducted of a troop of Japanese monkeys in the 1950s. For one reason or another, one of the monkeys decided to wash sweet potatoes native to the island they lived on. As the other monkeys in the troop watched, learned, and repeated the behavior, scientists noticed that other monkeys on an entirely different island separated by large bodies of water recreated the same behavior of washing sweet potatoes. This phenomenon led to the hundredth monkey effect, which is a hypothetical phenomenon in which a new behavior or idea is claimed to spread rapidly by unexplained means to similar groups. Once the hundredth member of a species had adopted the new behavior. Believe it or not, I created a short video with more examples of morphic resonance for a personal film project, which you can watch right here. Sheldrake takes it one step further and explains that universal laws such as electromagnetism, thermodynamics, and even gravity itself should be seen more like habits the universe has as opposed to laws. He believes it was over time that these laws fully came into being as they self-corrected and self-actualized themselves to what they are today based on the collective memory or habit. Thomas Campbell, a theoretical physicist and NASA alumni, has a similar theory in which the universe was first created by what he calls the Big C or Big Consciousness. It was this consciousness that eventually grew in complexity until it began to understand that in order to continue learning and growing, it needed to create a universe with consistent laws and properties, which eventually led to the universe, its laws of physics, and all its galaxies, stars, planets, and life itself. So if biocentrism is the theory that the fundamental building blocks of the universe and everything we observe is first produced by consciousness, and morphic resonance is the idea that we're all connected by a collective memory, then it seems to me that connecting the two would take very little effort. What I find fascinating, coming from the perspective of Robert Lanz's biocentrism theory, morphic resonance shows that consciousness respects or caters to groupings of consciousness. It naturally leads to questions of how is consciousness divided? Is it purely based on physical makeup, such as DNA? Can the collective memory be grouped by a shared experience, say through, I don't know, a traumatic event or maybe even psychedelics, which in fact Sheldrake does speculate on? Does morphic resonance explain phenomenons such as where animal instincts come from? For instance, does a dog tap into a collective cosmic memory to know that it should shake when it gets out of water? Or how about an elephant knowing where to find an old watering hole its ancestors visited years before it was even born? Is this all being passed on by genetic memory through some unknown system of DNA? Or are we tapping into a collective memory database? Morphic resonance is another theory that gives credence to the idea that there is more to consciousness than mainstream science wants to give credit for. 
The mainstream scientific community sees consciousness as more or less an illusion of complexity, or a ghost from the machine. If consciousness is indeed fundamental, if itself is an independent essence outside of the brain, then this discovery would quite literally flip every scientific principle upside down. It would help explain the Big Bang, why our universe seems so perfectly calculated for life, and every other mystery from psychic phenomenon to past lives. If indeed consciousness came first and it was measurable and ultimately provable, we would have to take a long look in the mirror and confront an entirely new paradigm of reality. If you're interested in reading the more in-depth article about morphic resonance and links to my sources, head over to theoryinc.com for the sister blog article. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for bite-sized ponders I find over the week. Thanks again, guys. I always appreciate your willingness to ponder along with me on these fun theories. Our pondering community is a-growing, but we're still a small channel, and every like, Subscription and share is infinitely appreciated and really goes a long, long way. And please share with me in the comments on some theories you would like to see me cover. I'm really interested in bringing a lot of ponderings to the channel, like more theories on reality, alien conspiracies, government conspiracies, the paranormal. I mean, really, everything's fair game. It's anything and everything that gets those neurons firing and creates a sense of wonder and mystery. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, and stay pondering.